Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. Monday edition. Good good Monday to everyone out there. It's a bright, I think going to be a pretty hot day before it gets over with. Uh, my name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, world. Good morning, Columbia. <laughs> there you go. And uh, we, we've got him for one more week. Uh uh, teacher uh, at Mount Pleasant High School, uh, a uh, active member of the Democratic Party, a member of the state Democratic Executive Committee. He also writes a column every Wednesday in Main Street, Murray. Welcome, Seth Campbell. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy to be here. All right, folks, this just in. Uh, Trump indicted for murder of Tupac. 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 Okay. Tupac. Culturally unaware, Dell. Yeah, you're. I've, you got me there, Miss Short. But the, what he he Tupac was murdered like thirty years ago. Is that right? Ninety six no. or ninety seven? I think it was ninety six. Yeah. So, no, but he did get a letter as a target. <laughs> well, it, it's funny you, you bring up Tupac. I, I, clean I, out your cold cases. I actually saw something uh, last week where the Las Vegas police were searching a home in connection to that murder. So it sounds like they may actually have a lead in in that murder case. So. Yeah, they still they still investigating that. You know, that's uh, pretty wild. All right. Yeah, but back to your boy Trump. Come on, guys at the bar, take another drink. You know, he he got his letter, and he's squirming like squirm. Well, we'll see. Uh, We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's only going to make him stronger. In in the Republican primary, for sure, it's going to make him stronger. 30% 30 of diehards, yeah, it's going to make him stronger. Y'all don't believe water's wet. (laughs) You know, clearly these are political prosecutions. They would not have been brought other than for political opposition to Trump. Yeah. I mean, again, Hillary Clinton uh, deleted 30,000 emails after a federal subpoena and nothing happened. I I just can't group them all together like that, though. I have to some degree of separation in my mind of all his legal issues. And I mean, I was we were talking off the air last week, dealt that that the Atlanta one, which has yet to drop, is just the most egregious in my mind is calling the secretary of state and just plainly asking for you to find him votes. I mean, you know, paying all, hush money to a porn star is one thing, if if you can overlook that. But asking for votes seems like the undercutting of democracy to me. And it was right there on tape. So well, I think it depends on if he's asking him, asking them to provide him illegally some votes or if he's asking them just to recount and, oh, and assuming Delk, that Delk, you know that's wrong. You trying to work on the edges. You know it's just wrong, man. Just admit it's wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong. When, yeah. when I ran for school board, I won, won by 13 votes, and my opponent never called election commissioner and asked her, see if you can find 14 votes. I, I, again, you know, uh, that could be a, an innocent phone call, or it could be proof of... Uh, but, and even then, um, you know, I mean... Uh, yeah, I, I, we, I just we don't think it's excusable. There's enough evidence that he knew 
well in advance that he lost the election and he was trying to go with Eastman's crazy theory. And and now they got caught. Well, who, what, like what was Eastman was doing his stuff, he got caught. What was Eastman's theory, Mr. York? That that you could go ahead and do fake electors and, and all of that and, and be able to override the electors that were already elected upon. What's that got to do with the Georgia case? Because that was part of the cabal to go and try to change the number of votes that he thought he could get the officials to change. But that didn't, I mean, the. You're saying he, he was asking for 11,000 illegal votes, and that's. I mean, that's not. Yeah, that, yeah he's that, asking that's, that's what, to get 11,000 illegal votes from somewhere after Eastman and them told him he won, you know, and that he could do a secondary way of doing it. So the, the Eastman thing doesn't. I, I I don't know of anything having to do with alternate elected electors in Georgia. So I don't see what the Eastman thing's got to do with it. Well, it, and, well you know, Fannie Willis has a whole list of folks that were fake electors in Georgia, just like up in Michigan. They're indicting those folks up there. Fourteen of them, I think. You know, there there was precedent for that. The alternate electors were put forth uh, in 1876 by several states. They were re- ultimately. They weren't rejected. Uh, Congress, uh, the Democrats and the Republicans agreed to sit down together, and they compromised uh, and elected the Republican president. Uh, But there's certainly precedent for alternate electors, and Congress is the judge of what uh, electors to seat or not seat. Well, we'll see if them 14 in Michigan get off on your theory then, Delt. Well... I'm just telling you. And Congress, the, you know, the system played out. Congress did not seat those electors. So, end of story. Uh, and, and down in Georgia, Mr. York, there you you have inadvertently put in the key word. Uh, Trump was asking Rothenberger for uh, 16,000 uh, illegal votes. Now, that's that's the that's the question there and you you and seth are just quick to assume what he was asking rothenberger to do is just to create sixteen thousand illegal votes in some manner uh i don't think there's any proof of that well my point you is can if you, call- it, you can stack it you can back it you can blunt it you can put it any kind of way you want Dell. he was illegally doing you something said the same thing about russia that didn't happen so I mean, i'm just not sure a phone call asking to find votes like they're like where, where are they going to be to find them i mean they were counted they in the, were recounted it was just know, they had suitcases you know he they thought he could those. bully a republican secretary of state into doing what he wanted and even if he got those votes hypothetically the georgia outcome wouldn't have uh, turned the outcome of the yeah. election because he lost in arizona and he lost in pennsylvania yeah. and he lost in wisconsin he lost in michigan and all those are all ones he won in 2016 so it wasn't even going to impact the the end game for him but hey, like i said i mean i think it's a big swipe at undercutting democracy well exactly I mean, that's that nobody wants to talk about democracy anymore seth that's the key. You two presume they're quiet about democracy. You two, you two presume that uh, Trump was asking Rothenberger to uh, manufacture sixteen thousand illegal votes. Uh, I tend to presume that what he was doing is is saying that hey, look, you know, there's something funny about the returns here. I don't think they were rightfully counted. Will you please look into it? 
But Delta, the vote had already been counted. And then you're going to call up and say, find me 11,780 votes. Where are you going to find them at? Well, you're Stuff gonna, ballot boxes somewhere? You're going to do a, a some kind of valid recount, which was never done. Uh, all they do is just run the ballots in the stack through the machine one more time, and nothing is done to actually look to see whether or not those are, uh, you know, legitimate ballots. Never, never happened. Not anywhere in that election. Not once. They had already hand counted those ballots, Dell. And I, I think it's important to note that the whole office is staffed by Republicans, and they were they were pretty much open about being Trump supporters in the election, but they just didn't like the pressure he was putting on them to um, to find those votes. But that, that whole office, Raffensperger is a Republican. All his um, subordinates, they're Republicans. And, you know, they just... And the, the election uh, administrator was a Republican. Well, there's, you know, they, they stood by their vote count, uh, even under pressure, which, I mean, again, that's the system playing out. Uh, and... So, you know, what's the matter with that? They stood by their vote count under pressure. Um, Typically, and, when you fail to yield, you get hit by a card. Mr. Yeah. Orr, I mean, name me one thing that you approve of. <laughs> name me one thing that you would term legal that Trump ever did. One thing that he did legal? Yeah. Well, he, he got legally, he had all the foreign... Visitors to go in his hotel and spend money. Well, what about what about the funding he gave HBCUs uh, that was more than any he other? He didn't person? give the HBCU. All he did, and oh, I about, told you this before. All he did was stop the the presidents from coming up there every year. He signed an extension. They had to come every year. He didn't want them in the White House because he didn't want black people in the White House. So he <laughs> wow. signed wow. the bill to extend it without them coming up there. That's all he did. So he, he didn't give them any extra funding? He didn't or, give them any no, extra money. No, no. Barack signed the same thing. Barack was doing it every year. He didn't want black people in the White House. Let, wow. let me, I, I'll That's give him, a, you're talking about a racist let, statement. Let me give him some props on something that I, even I don't agree with, but it was kind of remarkable he was able to do. He was able to put three Supreme Court justices on the Supreme Court, which, you know, I... I, I disagree with 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 their stance on everything but i mean to have one term and put three supreme court justices on the um on the bench i mean that that was pretty impressive definitely if you're a republican and, and you approve of that so that's you know i don't know if that's ever been done in one single term before to put those three on there in the first the first one gorsuch you know, I, I could argue that should have been appointed during during Obama's um, and confirmed during Obama's administration, but it wasn't, and that's uh, water under the bridge. Um, so he was able to get three. So I guess if you look at it apolitically, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, but, but I blame but, Mitch McConnell for that strategy, Seth. Not not Trump. He didn't have anything yeah. but a list of names he got from the Federalists. Yeah, he I fell in his lap. Know what was Agreed. going on? You know, I mean, I, Republicans. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not sure I'm happy about his Supreme Court picks. And, and I, you know, I will go through this again, folks. Uh, the Dobbs decision reversing Roe v. Wade was wrong, and we're seeing how it's playing out. And I'll tell you why. Now, all of you going, well, you, there, there was you, there was nothing in there that, in the Constitution about abortion. Blah 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 blah. There's not anything in the Constitution about abortion. You're right, but the the Dobbs decision was decided on two different bases, both of which the court had to work through before it could rule one was that that roe was incorrect they said roe was incorrect i agree with them on that 
But then they went on to discuss stare decisis, which is fundamental to democracy. Absolutely fundamental. And they decided that even though Roe had been the law of the land for 50 years, that it should be reversed. Now, you're seeing why, how this is playing out. Now, every time there's any news coverage of any kind of federal judicial proceeding, the first thing that the news coverage does is discuss whether a Republican or a Democrat appointed the judges involved. They made our federal courts to be perceived by the public as purely political. And that's wrong, and that's going to hurt us for a long time. Now, Coach, you got something you want to tell us about the Gypsy Kings? The Gypsy Kings are coming to Nashville, folks. It's going to be big. Yeah, coming. Uh, let me get my notes back up here. I, you kind of caught me there. Oh, sorry uh, about that's that. That's all right. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, Gypsy Kings are returning to Nashville for a trip down memory lane. Uh, they'll be performing their greatest hits at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall for you to dance and enjoy for an un- unforgettable night on Saturday, November 4th. Uh, mark your calendars for that. The Gypsy Kings will be performing all of their greatest hits, Bombaleo, Volare, and more. Uh, if you... Those sound familiar to you. Check those out on YouTube. You'll definitely, you've definitely heard them. Uh, they have a really, really unique guitar style and, and an amazing uh, show. This will be a great night of live music with a group of, of great and, and talented musicians. A real trip down memory lane. Tickets and details are available at toninobagliardi.com. A loud and live production. Visit this, uh, visit this website, toninobagliardi.com, and stay tuned here for details and information later on. Uh, uh, in a few weeks uh, as we get closer to the show for information on free tickets coming soon. So uh, mark your calendars. Saturday, November 4th, the Gypsy Kings are coming to Nashville. There we go. You're going to play us a little Gypsy Kings after a while, aren't you, Coach? Yeah, we'll do that coming back in. All right, let's take a break and come back. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. 
Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Surex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information.
there we go. The Gypsy Kings coming to Nashville November 4th. Is that right, Coach? See. November. Get your right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, sorry, sorry. We'll catch it here in a minute. But they're coming in November to Nashville. It's going to be the 4th of November. It's going to be a big show, folks. And we're going to have some free tickets here. And we'll get a little closer to the event. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there. Special guest dude until uh, school starts, Mount Pleasant High School teacher Seth Campbell. How you doing, Seth? Doing good. Good morning, everybody. Happy to be here. All right. And speaking of other things that, you know, I mean, of course, I know it's unusual for me to say as a Republican what I think about the Dobbs decision, but I I think we're going to continue to see the fallout from that in terms of uh, the way people trust or don't trust the judiciary, and um, that's you know it's it's not good. Another thing that uh, you know would have been a heresy in the Republican Party even ten years ago, really ten ten to fifteen years ago, uh, and I am so much with him, and I I thank Andy for doing this. Our representative Andy Ogles voted against. Uh, I think in the last week or two, uh, further funding for the war in Ukraine, uh, saying that we don't have an end game, we don't have a mission statement, we don't have a clear, uh, and that he's he's not supporting any more endless wars. And uh, uh, at least me personally, I think, thank you, uh, Representative Ogles, it's for uh, th- this Ukraine thing is wrong. Uh, we're risking World War Three over nothing, and there's not a thing in Ukraine that's worth an American kid dying for, and it's just wrong. So, what about world hunger, Del? Do you realize how much grain Ukraine produces to uh, the African countries and across the world? You know they're having a tit and for tat right now because Russia wants to stop the embargo. They contribute to the world order of feeding people. They produce millions and millions of grain and wheat so people won't go hungry because we can't keep up with the demand worldwide. How are we going to feed our people and then feed the rest of the world? How are you going to get grain out of there if there's a war happening? Well, that was an agreement between Russia and Ukraine, and Russia's uh, backing up on the agreement now. They let them come through the, the Black Sea with no problem. Now they want to put another embargo up. Uh, you know, the way I heard it is that uh, we and the Ukrainians were using those ships going in to haul in war materials, and that's what the Russians are upset about. We broke our bargain. We said that wasn't going to happen. Uh, and that seems to be the typical way that we prosecute foreign wars these days and foreign policy. We don't keep our word. Uh, we're not. A, we're not an. The innocent. United States don't keep their word. No, they don't. We're not an innocent actor. When did you learn about that? It's been pretty obvious for a long time, Mr. York. I mean, th- this way long, 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 long time. Huh? These th- well, this this warmonger, you know, under Bush, this warmonger uh, um, <coughs> faction, the neocons, had complete control over the Republican Party and most of the Democratic Party as well. And, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, the, the Republicans that's against helping Ukraine 
are the extremes, the same group that runs McCarthy crazy. Most of the Republicans in the Congress and in Senate are supportive of helping Ukraine. Well, That's why we got 100,000 Ukrainians over here. Representative Ogles uh, said that he he acknowledged, he said his district uh, is, he said in the beginning was supportive of helping Ukraine, but he has noticed a dramatic shift in the last few months, and he uh, thinks that the majority, if not a strong majority, like 80% of Republicans in his district have changed their minds and no longer want to support Ukraine. They're tired of endless foreign wars, tired of the U.S. being involved in them, and uh, that that's his surmise of what the thinking of his district is. So, you know, what's the matter of him voting the thinking of his district? And that, I, I, that and that and his thinking would get you a cup of coffee. I can understand him um, kind of wanting an end game or some kind of plan to uh, moving forward, some strategic plan out there moving forward. At the same time, I'm extremely uncomfortable with you know ex-Soviet strongman Vladimir Putin um, ravaging Eastern Europe and doing whatever he wants, and that that thought makes me um, kind of cringe. And, and you know he was he was doing that for years, and someone stepped up to him in the Ukrainian you know forces funded largely by the United States. You're right, Doug, um, had put up some resistance, and it's kind of come to a screeching halt over there. Um, Without our assistance, I'm afraid he'd just run right into Kiev, take it over, and who knows when Putin's going to stop. I don't have any faith in him to do the right thing at this point. I mean, he's he's a strong man. He's a totalitarian government. Um, just not something I'm I'm interested in. But it's well, a NATO effort, that You know, it's yeah, a NATO effort. I mean, in Finland, just joined the the NATO, and Switzerland is real close behind so it's a european venture to try to stop a strong man from taking over territory he has no business being in and and lying about why he's there that he's there for the nazis and all kind of crazy stuff because i, I do but think we have to be we have to preface the conversation saying that putin's wrong i mean he's committing war crimes he's he's going into countries he has no business going into to take over land i'm, I'm leading the, i'm reading a lot of accounts of war crimes being uh committed by uh, the Ukrainians as well, by Zelensky in particular. Um, I, that, the fog of war, I'm not sure if you can see the truth through the fog of war. Uh, well, Russia just blew up a cathedral in, in, in Ukraine. Well, the... And it's all aggressive. I, I mean, it's all in Ukraine. In it's, it's Putin, you know, le- leading the forces in Ukraine. I mean, Ukraine's trying to play defense to keep the, the Russians out. I just, I mean, he's an aggressor. He wants more. He wants to reassemble the old Soviet bloc. I mean, I mean that's what he's, <laughs> he's, he's stated as much that that's what he wants to do. And I just, someone yeah. has to put their foot down and, and stop him. And like you said, I don't know to what ends, you know, how far we want to go in, in defend, defending uh, Ukraine and Eastern Europe. I, I don't know that. I don't have the answer to that. I'm not going to pretend that I do. But I do know that Putin's wrong. I have, you know, I, I wish he was not leading Russia. I wish he would go away. But um, that's kind of where we're at. And Ukraine's only fighting in their own territory. They haven't crossed the border into any other territory other than their own country. Well, they're protecting their own country. W- once again, though, if Ukraine fell, would life in the United States or for U.S. citizens change at all? No. Uh, we have no vital national interest there. And uh, this whole business about Russia, uh, folks, you know, 
as I've said many times, what if Russia started uh, providing uh, troops and arms? I mean, uh, well, let's just say they started providing uh, arms to uh, uh, Venezuela and Cuba. Uh, well, why did we stop Russia from going into Cuba, Dell? During the Kennedy administration, why did we try to stop, put up a blockade and stop them from putting missile, missiles in Cuba? It was the Cold War, Monsieur. Yeah, it would have been a hot war if they'd have put missiles in Cuba. Um, yes, it would have. That's another, but it it didn't happen. And uh, some of the things Robert Kennedy said about that have been very interesting to me. Uh, but that's my point, though. I mean, let, let's say. You know, all of a sudden, you know, missiles, tanks, all this kind of stuff, Russia starts providing to Venezuela and Cuba. Uh, you know, how would we feel about that? Well, uh, we wouldn't. We would have to take some kind of defensive action. That, that's basic. Okay, so Ukraine doesn't have to? I mean, so. Ukraine's trying to take defensive action in their own country. Well, and you're complaining I mean, about it. I mean, no, so, I mean, the proper analogy is okay, so Russia doesn't have to? Well, so, nobody's threatening Russia. That's the whole point. Yes, they Russia's are. the bully over there. Russia's going around hitting people and doing things, and, and somebody's, and those folks are standing up in their own country saying, uh uh-uh, uh, not here. And NATO is assisting them along with the a big help from the United States, and that's the way the world works these days. You know, people. What we lost, we lost uh, all in. I don't think it was more. It was like two hundred seventy, maybe three hundred thousand uh, lives in World War Two. Uh, Russia lost twenty million. Twenty million. They've always been told by Europe. You know, we're not going to bother you. We're, gonna, we're making peace with you, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? In two centuries, we invite uh, the West. The West and Napoleon invaded in the 19th century and the 20th century. Germany invaded. Uh, they don't. Exactly. Want- Germany invaded Russia. That was a tyrant, a dictator invading Russia, and Russia had to defend themselves. You've got to remember, we promised when when East Germany fell, we promised that NATO would not be extended any further east than it already was. That East Germany would be it, and all these countries in between Poland, Ukraine, uh, whoever, would never be allowed, uh, Yugoslavia, and it would never be allowed to join NATO. Well, guess what? The neocons, John McCain, leading the charge, has gotten every one in between East Germany, every one of them, to join NATO, except for Ukraine, which remains the only foreign country on now. So we've extended NATO all the way to their border, and the only nation that borders Russia that's not in Ukraine is. I mean that's not that's not in NATO is Ukraine. And well, that that's part of it. You know, there's got to be borders somewhere, Dell. I mean, what what are you going to do? Not have any borders? They see NATO as an aggressive foreign entity. We don't. We have got to figure out whether we're an aggressive foreign entity or not because 
we sure have acted like one since the, since the, for the last 60, 70 years, involving ourselves in wars in which we had no business. But when Russia is an aggressor, and they're worrying about who's who's going to be an aggressor to them, how 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 rational is that? They are being the aggressor, and people are defending their country, and they're talking about NATO didn't keep their bargain. NATO NATO is a is a group of European nations trying to protect themselves. Also, should we go to war with China if they invade Taiwan? I don't know. It's the same thing. That's to be seen. If if Russia Montenegro is a member of NATO, how many American kids you want to die, you want to go over to die if Russia invades Montenegro? Well, if we're in the NATO, and and one nation in NATO gets attacked, and they have a clause, I think Section Five, that says we support each other. That's that's the nature of the game, Del. That's just the nature of How the many world. American kids Montenegro is a member. I saw I saw John McCain's, you know, spit dripping out of his mouth demand that the committee uh in the Senate approve Montenegro's leadership uh in NATO. The only person objecting being of course Senator Ron Paul, Rand Paul. And um so, like I said, how many American kids do you want to see die to defend Montenegro? I don't want to see any kid die in any war anywhere. Well, we have committed our treasure and blood to Montenegro. To, we have to be a partner in the world order of things. That's that's whether we like Listen it or not. Listen to you, George Bush, a new world order. George Bush, New <laughs> York, you know. A new I mean, world we have to order. be a player, Del. We can't just sit on the sideline. And, we are a major country in the world, and we have a responsibility to the least of them. To protect? No, no. I'll listen to you. I, no, we don't. <laughs> we we got a responsibility to protect America's vital interest. And that's exactly. A- and if if Europe falls and Europe continues to decline, then it impacts uh, impacts us. Do you know? How much Europe helps our economy? You know, we got to take a break and get out Ru- of here. Russia can even beat Ukraine. How are they going to take all? It's Europe? been pretty embarrassing I mean, for Russia and up. Putin. I mean, this I mean, came to a screeching halt. Exactly. It's just, it's embarrassing. Yeah, Mr. York, you remember the domino theory? It was thoroughly debunked after Vietnam. We said we had to be in Vietnam to keep the rest of Asia from going communist. Biggest bunch of garbage that's ever been spouted. But let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Gypsy Kings featuring Tonino Baliardo return to Nashville. With a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. 
Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Stay comfortable and relax this July. Heller is keeping you chillin' all summer with free outdoor gear. When you upgrade your home's essential systems, we're giving away free Yeti camping chairs, coolers, backpacks, and more with the purchase of select new HVAC systems, whole home generators, and tankless water heaters. Stay chillin' all summer long. Book your appointment at happyhiller.com today. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly 
promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Welcome back, three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How are you, man? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Del, I got a legal question to ask you when you introduce our next guest. There. Okay. We'll we'll circle right back, and also uh, regular special guest dude from now until school starts. Maybe we can get him back on fall break. Uh, Mount Pleasant High School teacher and Democratic activist, Seth Campbell. Welcome in. Hey, good morning, everybody. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Okay, Mr. York, go. What's up? All right. Uh, you know, abortion has always it has become a big, big issue. Yeah. And Tennessee does not have uh, the, the, the law that allows uh, women to take care of their reproductive needs. Scarmetti, our attorney general is going to states asking for the uh, records of of people that are getting abortions or either gender-affirming care. And and the HHS has said that that's not allowed. And and I'm wondering, is he legally right? And what about the, uh, the HIPAA law and the privacy of individuals that go to another state for abortions or either gender affirming care? Should they release their records to him because he wants them? Scarmetti, the Attorney General of Tennessee. Oh, I, I, Mr. York, Lord, you, you've opened a can of worms there, and I'll try. Maybe Seth or Clayton can chime in. Um, what what uh, Tennessee, I guess, what is it, Department of Human uh, Tennessee? HHS? We don't. Do we? We have. We. It's. It's. It's the, our state HHS. But it's. Is it, yeah. Uh, it's I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it's called. But I know what you mean. Like over the health care. Yeah. Yeah. They're the ones that are over ten care and all that. The state uh, Medicare, Medicaid, all that kind of thing. Uh, the states. The states uh, cabinet uh, position or department which handles that. I guess. I guess it's health and human services. Uh, they want to. I don't understand it as a de- <coughs> a desire to, and I'm, I'm I'm not sure about this, but what I've read about it, it's not just those particular procedures that the state's interested in. The state's interested in uh, any health care received outside the state, uh, and that for for the purpose they say of you know being able to see the big picture. To see what uh, services are needed uh, uh, in in uh, ten care, you know, to to see the to see the big picture to what Tennesseans are actually requiring in terms of health care services, whether it's in state or out of state. 
which you know that's legit they're trying to control massive amounts of money they're trying to make sure the money goes uh where it needs to go to those health care services that are needed by the citizens of the state of tennessee again whether uh you know whether you're getting them in paris tennessee or uh hopping over to hopkinsville kentucky to get to get something done uh and so and so the left is making a big brouhaha and i guess what the left fears is that tennessee would try to restrict uh say somebody going to illinois and getting an abortion a tennessee woman and i'm gonna stick with women for now <laughs> it's women you think get abortions <laughs> but uh uh the uh so and somehow try to restrict a person's right to travel right to associate uh and keep them from uh going to illinois to get an abortion uh i i would think that's unconstitutional and a i think it's probably unconstitutional uh b i i've heard of no such effort by the state of tennessee uh not even heard it talked about uh, well, you know, Scarmetti started getting records from Vanderbilt. That's what really started. And then, I, you know, I think because TenCare would only apply to stuff that's happening in Tennessee, not across the line. But now he's trying to overreach and go to other states to get, like you say, get information about abortion on, on patients. Well, it's not clear to me that, that this is a, a any, anything to do with abortion or transgender care specifically. Uh it, it might be, uh, but and again, I'm not sure that Ten Care doesn't pay for out-of-state procedures. Uh, I think you have to get approval before they, you know, yeah, they'll do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's probably the left stirring up a problem. I mean, what they're mad about, uh, of course, is that you know the legislature has acted and Scarmetti acted to. Uh, stop Vanderbilt from doing permanent sex changing operations on minors. Uh, well, they're not doing. The, the law is no surgeon is going to do anything if the client's not sixteen years of age or, or, or older. I thought the legislature made that eighteen this year. Well, it might be. Yeah, it might be eighteen in Tennessee. Yeah, eighteen, and. Um, and again, I you know, a state has always had that's been one of the basic fundamental functions of a state in our federal system is the health and welfare of its citizens. And uh, certainly, you know, Tennessee has said, you know, you can't buy alcohol until you're 21. You can't uh, buy tobacco products until uh, you're, what, 21? 21. 21 can't get a tattoo until you're at least 18. You can't uh, drive an automobile to, or get a license to drive an automobile until you're 16. Uh, all sorts of things that the state does to ensure the safety of its children, and this is a traditional state interest. And the state deciding what uh, procedures are available to minors during their minority uh, health care procedures. That is a very traditional function of the state. Uh, yeah, but I think that's overreach, Delk. When you start going to other states asking for the health care records that violates HIPAA, uh, if, if there's not an, a need 
just to search and fish for people who are going to get different procedures, reproductive health care procedures. That, that's that's way over the constitutional rights of individuals. And I would well, jump in there, too. Jump that, in there, Chef, that, Chef. That, You know, health care, I'm not comfortable, you know, equating health care um, and procedures done at Vanderbilt to, you know, getting a tattoo at your local tattoo shop and that, that being regulated. Um, it, like you said, the, the state does have an interest in, in providing, you know, regulations for safety of its um, residents. But with that being said, I also don't trust the state legislature, whether it's Democrat or Republican, you know, majority, to make health care decisions for the uh, residents of that state. I trust, uh, you know, Vanderbilt and other hospitals and the medical board to make those um make those decisions and, and like, i don't i don't know about equating it to the the purchase of alcohol or tattoos either that's that's a totally different animal in my my estimation well i mean the, the way that it's that it equates is that that a traditional state function it has been to to decide, to decide you know we we license the physicians we license the nurses we uh license the hospitals uh that is a traditional state interest is to and and long exercised is to provide rules and regulations around health care um and i i get what you're saying seth i mean you, you don't want them saying hey doc you can't do this you know but a a framework of rules yes uh, now, what Mr. York keeps bringing up, though, is transgender uh, either procedures, you know, surgery or uh, DNCs, you know, medicines for, for females, you know, surgery or medicines to change the sex of a minor. No, I'm not talking about sex change. I'm just talking about any type of reproductive care that people might get. Well, That's what he's involved in. The thing is, in Tennessee, we have you know. Let's see where the where the ball is in Tennessee. Where the ball is in Tennessee is that the state of Tennessee has banned abortions. Basically, now there has been in other states. I have you know read about big movements by those states to try to govern. You know, like like. Uh, Tennessee tries to say to one of the women uh, who's a, res- a citizen of Tennessee, "You can't go to Illinois and get an abortion." Uh, yeah, and that, that's that's the fear. I have not heard any. I've had my ears open for it too. Uh, I have not heard any Republican suggest that. Uh, yeah, Idaho or either Idaho or Iowa has a law. I think they passed that a woman can't go to another state. You know, I first, I, I think that's unconstitutional, Mr. York. Yeah, that's a, I, I know that's unconstitutional. You know, you gonna restrict my rights to go where I want to go? I, I, yeah, I think and that's, do what I need to do to take care of myself. That's and, crazy. And the, it also brings up, you know, the, there are some, um, uh, you know, uh, pregnancy termination drugs. Uh, Melispristone, I think is malapristone. Mel- oh, Melispristone, yeah. And, which will terminate a pregnancy out to 10 weeks, I think. And presently, so far as I know, uh, I think you can get it in Tennessee. Uh, I don't think sure. it's been outlawed yet, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't think Tennessee's made any moves to restrict access to Melispristone, and, I, and I've not heard any... Uh, 
I've not heard of anybody suggesting that that be done. Anybody, you know, Republican or right thinking uh, person. So right now, I mean, all this brouhaha to be seems to be uh, uh, brouhaha about a problem that doesn't exist in Tennessee. And for the present time, it doesn't look like it's going to exist. Well, you know, there's a big case in Texas where those women that were pregnant and could not obtain reproductive care is suing the state of Texas. That that, that was on. They were having the trial uh, last week, and I think it'll continue this week to try to determine. Uh, you know, they have standing because most some of those women almost died, uh, not being able to have a certain uh, a procedure that would impact their health. So that that will be something that we'll hear about in, in the near well, future. Well, you're not talking about travel out of state. You're talking about, uh, you know, Texas. Yeah, I'm just talking about yeah, Texas yeah. in general because Texas has no exception, just like Tennessee has no exception yeah. for abortion for reproductive care, you know, and, and they're su- su- suing the state of Texas. I don't think that's going anywhere in court. Uh, this, people are going to have to petition the legislature, and in this case, I think they will, and those Texas, Texas conservative, you know, Republicans in Texas had better listen because, it, like I said, this may be. If you want to die on a hill, you may you may get to die on this one. Uh, you know, you may get to die. Yeah, it's it's a it's a hot button issue and rightfully so. And you know, like like I was telling them earlier, they're going to campaign. Democrats are going to campaign on this, you know, throughout the country in the next until you know at least the next presidential election. They're going to make it. They're, they're going to make it a big deal. You know, I, I, regardless I, I, of what you think about it, they're going to emphasize it, highlight it. They're going to put it on the TV, and they're going to, I mean. I agree. And, I agree with you, And said. women going to pay attention to it. And I agree. And uh, I, this, and I don't have a big moral position on abortion. I'm just saying, hey, you want good conservative government to continue in Tennessee or not? Uh, all right, we got to go. Seth, I wanted to drill down. I promised last week I was going to make you answer the hard questions. I'll be here. I'll like, be here all week.